big difference. All right, turn with me, if you would, to the book of Luke, the 11th chapter. And I want you to put your finger, when you get to Luke, the 11th chapter, I want you to put your finger there and go back to the book of uh, Micah, which is right after Jonah. If you find Jonah, you found Micah. It's right after it. And it's just before Zephaniah, or Habakkuk, and Zephaniah. So it's in, it's in between those. Micah, and find the fourth chapter of Micah and put your finger there, and then go back to the 11th chapter of the book of Luke. Now this is a two-part message. I'm going to preach half of it this morning, and I'm going to preach the other half uh, uh, this, um, after, this, eve, this afternoon. All right, uh, in Luke 11... And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. And he said unto them, When ye pray, say, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done as in heaven, so in earth. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. All right, now turn back over with me to, to the book of, um, of Micah. The fourth chapter, and I want you to listen to this as we read it. But in the last days it shall come to pass that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established in the top of the mountains, and it shall be exalted above the hills, and people shall flow unto it. And many nations shall come and say, Come, and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord into the house of the God of Jacob and he will teach us his ways and we will walk in his paths for the law shall go forth of Zion and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem and he shall judge among many people and rebuke strong nations afar off and they shall beat their swords into plow showers and their spears into pruning hooks Nations shall not lift up a sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. But they shall sit every man under his vine and under his fig tree, and none shall make them afraid, for the mouth of the Lord of hosts has spoken it. For all people will walk, every one, in the name of his God, and we will walk in the name of the Lord our God forever and ever. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you again for this day. Thank you, Lord, for the blessings of it. Thank you, Lord, for the reading of your word. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We know that it's a great, uh, uh, it's a great word, Lord. It, it has, it, it's, it's full of truth and it's full of, uh, uh, of, of truth as, as we study it. We find the truths and the truths come out to us and, 
And Lord, uh, as I spoke of um, Charles Spurgeon, Lord, and what people do to him and pulling uh, things out of context that he says and, and posting them, Lord, uh, making him look like something he's not. And, and Lord, <coughs> it's the same way here. Lord, people will take portions of the Bible and, and they'll pull it out and, and they'll make it uh, what it's not saying. Make it to make it to where it will be more pleasing to the world rather than an offense to the world as they read it. Go with and watch over us, for it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. Are we going to be speaking on Thy Kingdom Come? Now, first of all, I want to say the. What Jesus, the instructive, I call it the instructive prayer. I've heard people call it the Lord's Prayer. It's not the Lord's Prayer. Lord's Prayer was prayed in the 17th chapter of John. <clears throat> and some call it a model prayer, and which nothing wrong with that either. But uh, anyway, uh, it was a, it was an instructive prayer that God's people. Uh, to give them an ideal of how they are to approach God and how they're to pray. And it's amazing, you know, as you, as you study and as you look at it, you know, all the elements of it have to do with the fact that we should always keep in mind one of the things that, one of the things that he told them there is, he said, uh, uh, when you pray, say, our Father which art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so in earth. We, we should, in other words, we should always keep in mind, someday he's going to come back and he's going to set up his earthly, his kingdom, his, his heavenly kingdom, he's going to set it up here on earth. Now, there's only two times in the Bible this is ever mentioned. One time was when uh, on the Mount of Transfiguration that God brought, that God took uh, uh, disciples, three of the disciples up there and, and they, uh, and, and he showed them what heaven looks like. Now we don't know what heaven looks like. I know we, we, we say a lot of things and, and we think a lot of things, but we really don't know what heaven looks like. Uh, we don't know what's up in heaven. We don't know how things are going to be in heaven. We don't know these things. But those disciples that went up on the Mount of Transfiguration, they learned what heaven was like. Which, uh, you know, I've often said, uh, uh, I would have loved to have been in that group. They went up there and saw what, uh, uh what's like. They, some just jumped right out there. Uh, but, uh, Anyway, uh, I don't know if it's a child or what it is. I just let you know there's a child. I think there's a child out there somewhere. But anyway, um, it's 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 what um, uh, it's what heaven uh, it's mentioned is it's going to be. Well, there's another time that heaven's going to be here on the earth, and that's during the thousand year reign of Christ. Now, you know. Men are, men are going to know, lost men, saved men, are going to know at that time 
get a glimpse of what heaven's going to be like when he comes back and sets up. And the Lord told his disciples to always pray for that time to come. He said, he says to pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done as in heaven with the kingdom as in heaven. So it's going to be on the earth. So, I mean, it's going to be a, it's going to be a situation where God's going to remove things from heaven and bring them down here and set them up on earth. And for a thousand years, people are going to see what heaven is like. And, and first of all, there's not going to be a chance of anybody being saved during that thousand years because that, that's, that's over. Salvation has been concluded. As a matter of fact, those that are going to come back with him are, are, are some of his elect. I don't think he's going to bring all the elect back at that particular time. I think when you study a little further down the road, you'll find out that, uh, you, you'll find out that uh, this is more than likely the bride of Christ that he's going to bring back with him. Now, I, I don't, I don't argue with anybody over that, and I don't anybody out there on internet want to call me and start arguing with me over it. Because I don't argue with anybody over that because, uh, you know, I, I just, I just believe that uh, it's not going to be not every saint that that's ever gone to heaven is going to come back with him. Bible says he's going to come back with his saints. Doesn't mean he's going to come back with every one of them, but he's going to bring back those that they're going to reign. And we'll, we'll learn more about that. We'll probably learn more about this afternoon than we will this morning. But what we're going to learn is we're going to learn that when the Lord comes back and when he sets up his, uh, his, uh, when he sets up his earthly kingdom, his heavenly kingdom here on earth, he's going to have the people that have gone to heaven, he's going to have them doing just exactly like they would do in heaven. Now that'd be interesting to know, you know, uh, it, it, there's, there, there's so much to this. That's the reason I said I, I, I was skeptical about having to preach it. There's so much to this. There's so much to this that, uh, it's hard for you to get all over the cross. But the thing, the thing we don't, we realize is that he says he's gonna, he's gonna set them up as, as, uh, I believe it's Daniel talks about, he's gonna set them up as, as, as judges. He's gonna set up some of the saints as, as leaders in, in the world. And, and so I don't know if that's what heaven's gonna be like or not. I don't know if that's what heaven's going to be like. I, I don't know that maybe someday when we get to heaven, there's going to be somebody there that's going to be, that's going to be one of the, uh, one of the leaders and one of the helpers of the Lord that we maybe thought wasn't even going to heaven. I mean, that's, uh, uh, that's what we, that's what we see. Now, what we know, what we're going to know in heaven, I can't say it emphatically. And, and, and who we're going to know in heaven, I can't say that emphatically either. Because I do know we're going to have a new name. He says that we're going to have a new name. So if you go up in heaven, if, if when I leave this world, some of you young folks, you go up in heaven, you start yelling, where's Brother Paul? They're not going to know what you're talking about. And you're not going to do that anyway. 
It's like somebody said earlier today, our focus is up on the Lord. And, and that's where our focus is going to be when we get to heaven. And uh, so it won't do any good to holler, Brother Paul, because they're not going to know who you're talking about. Because we're not going to take, we're not going to take this name we got here up there with us. We're going to be given a new name. And, and when, and when that body, when, when this old body is, is trans, is, is translated into the new body, it's going to be given a new name. And so what, whatever that name is, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what, what the name is going to be. But I do know this, that he told his disciples over there in that instructive prayer, he said, always, and that's what he was telling them, always pray that the kingdom will come as quickly as possible. And the very last words, very last words of, of, of the Bible is, uh, is, uh, is, is, uh, John saying, even so, Lord, come quickly. So, so that's, a. it's, it's nothing wrong with praying. As a matter of fact, it's right to pray that Jesus is going to come back. He's going to come back and set up his earthly kingdom. It's rightful to pray, Lord, come on back and do those things. So that's, that's, that's not even, not even the beginning of the introduction to this message. But I'm just trying to get your mind set up some way, somehow, to what we're going to be talking about today. Now, what do we want to learn from this message? What do we want to learn from this message? Well, you're going to say, I haven't heard it yet. Well, that's why I'm telling you, what do you want to learn, or what do I hope that you learn from this message? And that is that there is a kingdom coming from heaven to the earth. I want you to understand that now. You'll say, well, I'll be gone, but no, you're going to, you, you you're probably going to take part in it. You know, some people said, well, that's, that's for a future time. I'll be gone. I'll already be in heaven when all that takes place, when that thousand year reign of Christ takes place on the earth. No. The Bible says he's going to come back in all of his glory. He's going to come back and he's going to bring his saints with him. Now, what saints he's going to bring with him, I don't know. He may bring them all. I don't know. But he's going to set up his earthly kingdom here on earth. He's going to rule and reign for a thousand years. When that thousand years is over, we're going to have the battle of Armageddon is going to take place. And that's when that, that's when every all the humans are going to be destroyed upon the face of the earth. Everything's going to be destroyed upon the face of the earth. And and he's he has created new heaven and new earth to come in and take its place. Now, how far will we move? May I ask you this? How how far will we move from that that millennial reign of Christ? Thousand years on, on, how far will we move to move into the new earth or the, or the new heaven and the new earth? Well, you'd be surprised the thoughts that some people have on that. In, 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 in other words, Jehovah's false witnesses, they believe that when that time is over, it's only going to be in the new earth. There, there is going to be a new earth created like this one, and, and, and Jehovah's false witness is going to be the only ones that's going to be on that new earth. That's what they believe. Mormons have somewhat the same belief, but that same thing, and a lot of different beliefs that people have about that. But the thing I want to, the thing I want to show you today is we've got to realize it's coming. 
That kingdom is coming. That kingdom that is in heaven today. The kingdom that's in heaven today is going to come to the earth. Now we have the kingdom of God here. Now every one of you that are saved today, you, you, you help make up the kingdom of God that's here on earth now. We, we, we are, we are the kingdom of God here on earth. But then there's a kingdom of God that's in heaven that's going to come to the earth. And, and, and that way you'll say, well, uh, will we still be here? No. Everybody will be gone. When that time comes, everybody be gone except lost people. All the saved people will be gone when that time comes, and they'll be coming back with Christ when he sets up his earthly kingdom here, here, here on the earth. So just realize that the, the, the kingdom is coming uh, to the earth. Now, this was prophesied in the Old Testament as, as we've already seen. That's what Micah was referring to here, and we'll, we'll get into that in more depth here in just a moment. Uh, and, uh, the Old Testament prophesied of that same thing. Micah, over here in the book of Micah, he's talking about the same thing. He's talking about a time when, when, when the kingdom of God's gonna be set up here on the earth, and, and that all people are gonna learn of it, and they're gonna go to it. They're, they're not gonna, they're not gonna stay back. All people are gonna go to it. When it, when, when it's set up here on the earth. So it's, it's a visible thing. It's, it, it's a real thing that's going to take place here on earth. It's not a mystical thing. It's a real thing that's going to take place, uh, uh, here on the earth. And, and, and it's spoken of by Christ in the instructive prayer to his church. Now the kingdom will come when the king comes back to this earth. When will, when will that, when will that kingdom come? It'll come when the king comes. When Jesus comes back to the earth now, now when Jesus raptures the saints, you've got to, you've got to keep this stuff in perspective. When Jesus raptures the saints, he's not coming all the way back to the earth. He's coming in the clouds. As we read, as Brother Sam read this morning in 1 Thessalonians, he's going to call those up that, uh, that, uh, that are here on the earth. And when they, when the last trump is sound, they're going to, they're going to go up. Those graves are going to open first. All the graves are going to open and all the, all those that are in the graves, all those bodies that are down there, those dead bodies are going to be resurrected. The very picture of that is, is, is the valley of dry bones. All those dead bodies are going to be resurrected. They're going to be up in, in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. I mean, whatever twinkling of an eye is. They're going to be changed. Those old dead bodies that, that they put in the grave, they're going to be changed into celestial bodies. That's the reason I'm saying that we won't even know what they look like. And, it, they, and as you're going to learn a little later on, there was a caution made about Christ. When Christ comes back, Christ died, he was buried, and he resurrected again the third day. But now when Christ comes back, he's going to be just exactly the way he was when he was here on the earth. But we're not going to be. We're not going to be. This this body here is not going to heaven. This body is not the one that's going to be up there. It's going to be a celestial body. It's going to be a, it's a terrestrial body now, but it's going to be a celestial body, and that is the only kind of body that will ever enter heaven is that celestial body now now when we're, we're talking about uh 
it's so much here. We're, We're talking about the mind. You know, the mind that you have right now is not going to die. Now, you listen to me now. I'm telling you this is good stuff. The mind that you have right now is not going to die. It's going to live on forever and ever. You'll say, well, I have bad dreams. Well, if you go to hell, you ain't never seen a bad dream. You've never seen a bad dream if you go to hell. I mean, that's, uh, some people say, well, I've had nightmares. You've never seen a nightmare until you go to hell. It always interests me, and as I told you, the Sunday school class, you know, man that, I may, I may have said it from the pulpit too, a man that, that was on, he was in a coma for two weeks, and I asked him, I said, uh, what did you do? What went on when you was in a coma? He said, same thing as for my sleep. He said, I dreamed. <coughs> he said, I dreamed one dream right after another. So even though he was in a coma, even though his mind was just, his head, brain was just about shut off, he was still dreaming. So it's going to live on. This mind that you've got right now is going to live on. And, uh, but the thing about it is, is you're going, if you go to hell, you're going to be in a bad dream that you're not going to be able to wake up from. You're never going to be able to wake up from it. You know, there for several years, um, when, when I was in the military, I, I dreamed about being shot at. You ever do that, Brother Sam? You ever dream about being shot at? You never have. Yeah. Well, I dreamed, I dreamed about being shot at. And I'd, I'd wake up just before that bullet hit me. I know Brother Kendall said he dreamed about falling. He hit the bottom one time. I, I don't know about that. But, uh, but at any rate, anyway, any rate, you know, you always be able to wake up. When a bad, when a bad dream comes, you're able to wake up. But it's not going to be so. Well, that's another message. But that's a good message. That's one that you need to know. The kingdom will come when the king comes back to the earth. The angels who stood by the disciples promised in, in Acts 1, over, over in the book of Acts, and in Acts 1 and verse 10, here's what they said. In Acts 1 and verse 10, and, and while they looked steadfast, this is when Jesus went back to heaven. And when they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them. Acts 1 and verse 10. Two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like matter as ye have seen him go into heaven. So see, they, they said there, he's coming back to the earth. Now, again, don't get the rapture confused with him coming back to his earthly kingdom. When the Bible talks about the second coming, it's talking about him coming back and setting up his earthly kingdom. That's not talking about the rapture. I've heard so many people preach that the rapture is the second coming. It's not. It's uh, Jesus is not going to come back to the earth until he comes back and sets up his earthly kingdom here on earth. He who died for the elect out of the world will come back someday to rule over the whole world. 
His kingdom is not of this world, for it will never come back to the world as long as, as the world is in its degradation. Now, here's key. It's not going to come back while this world is in its degradation. You know, so you, 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 you don't have to be concerned right now about him coming back today to set up his earthly kingdom. Now, you, you should always be concerned about him coming back to the rapture. But you don't need to be concerned about that because we know he's not going to come back as long as this world is degraded. And it, that's, not a, that's not a real word. But, but anyway, as long as this world's in degradation, he's not going to come back. His kingdom will come. It'll come back when he changes this world from degradation to no sin at all. He's not going to come back until this world is changed. But what's going to change this world? Well, this will only be done when the author of all sin is cast into the bottomless pit for 1,000 years. It's not going to happen. Turn with me to Revelation 20, if you would. Revelation 20. And I want to read to you verses 1 and 2. He says, And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years and cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him that he should not, he should, that, that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled and after that he must be loosed a little season. So a thousand years he's going to be bound. He's going to be bound, and when he's bound, there'll be no more sin here on the earth. Sin is over. The earth has been cleansed. The earth has been cleansed when Satan, Satan is the epitome of sin, and he is the reason that the sinful world is the way it is today. It's Satan. He, 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 he's the reason it's like, it's, it's like that today. When our mother, Eve's old serpent, is removed from this world, sin will no more abound. Just remember, the next time you do something that is sin, you're working for our mother, Eve's old serpent. You're doing exactly what he wants you to do. You'll say, well, now, even I'm saved, you're doing exactly what he wants you to do. You, you're, you're working for him. You quit working for the Lord, you're working for him now. But you're going, if you're saved, you're going to be chastised for that. You're going to be straightened out. You're going to be put back on the right path. You, you, there's things are going to happen in your life. Things are going to happen that's going to, that's going to amaze you as to what's going to take place in your life. And some people says, well, now, I've sinned a lot. What, why hadn't something happened? Uh, don't ask that. <laughs> that's scary. To me, that's scary. Because I want to tell you, if you're here and saved today, let me tell you, you sin against God, he's going to, he's going to answer one way or another. So, you know, you better examine your heart. Find out why these things don't happen. Because I know for a fact he'll do it. I know for a fact he did to me. He did it to me, and I know for a fact these things will happen. Rhonda knows for a fact they'll happen. 
She knows these things will happen. We about lost our daughter because of her sin. We don't, we don't realize, we don't realize what God does when we sin, when we shouldn't sin. We don't realize that. Now, if we're to understand, if, if we, if we're to understand the kingdom, thy kingdom come, we must see who will bring the kingdom to the earth. It will be Jesus who died for his elect. Now, as a prophet, he has appeared. He came here. He was, he was related to when he came to the earth. He walked up on the earth. He was called a prophet. Because that's why some people ask him, and, and John the Baptist was also called a prophet. Jesus was called a prophet. And some people got Jesus mixed up with some of the Old Testament prophets. So as a prophet, he has appeared. As a priest, he now appears in the presence of God the Father for us. Jesus is working right now. He's working as a priest, speaking on our behalf to God. The, the Catholic Church, they can't pray until they go to the priest and have the priest pray for them. They can pray, but they have to, they have to look, look to the priest to intercede for them when they pray. You know, they, they, they have to go and tell him their sins, and then he has to pray for them. And if they ever hope to get any, uh, in, in any, um, justification for them. Now, as king, as king, he is yet to appear. That's what we're waiting on. That's what we're waiting on. We're waiting on the king to come and set up his earthly kingdom here on earth. That's what Jesus told, told his disciples there, his church there. He told his church, he said, pray thy kingdom come to the earth. He said, he says, pray that thy kingdom come, thy will be done as in heaven, so in the earth. So we, 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 we should be praying for that time to come. You know, a lot of people pray, well, maybe pray for the rapture to come. But we should be praying for, for that time to come to the earth when he'll come and set up his earthly kingdom. We should be praying for that, uh, maybe in our private prayers and in our public prayers. Now, we know that he will bring this whole world into subjection and to his perfect will. His, his elect who have suffered for him while on the earth will share in his honor and his glory. It was the great apostle Paul who told the Corinthian church, Do ye know not that the saints shall judge the world? Now, how, how can the saints judge the world? That's going to be that day. They're going to be set up as judges over the lost world. And, 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 and they're going to be set up and they're going to uh, uh, announce doom upon the lost in the world. Because of the, the, the lost are going to have to come before the saved and, and they're going to judge them. That's what Paul is talking about here. He said, do you not know that the saints will judge the world? Know ye not that ye shall judge angels? 1 Corinthians 6 and verse 2 and 3. Know ye not that ye shall judge angels? You know, you're not only going to judge 
the lost men of the world, but, but you're going to judge those angels that were cast down. Now, Satan's not going to be around, but the demons are still going to be there. You know, do you, do you realize that during that day that if you're, if you're one of the saints that comes back with the Lord, that you're going to be able to cast out demons? There's going to be a thousand years here on this earth that's going to be like that. It's, it's real. It's going to be a thousand years. It's going to be like that. Oh, yes, folks. The least of God's children shall judge the most of the world's elite. We're going to do it. You might say, I'm not worthy to be a judge. You will be then. You will be then. He says in Revelation 5 and verse 10, And has made us under our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. We shall reign on the earth. Sure we will. Yes, he is coming back just as he was seen leaving. He is the glorious victor. Now, if we're to understand thy kingdom come, we must see when is his kingdom coming. There you go. When is his kingdom coming? Micah says, in the last days it shall come to pass. Micah 4 and verse 1, we read it to you. In the last days it shall come to pass. Now, what last days? Well, we can correctly say this could be the last days that Micah is speaking of right now. It could be. If, if not, we're living close to it, those last days. Whether it is the rapture or the setting up of the earthly kingdom, we know that no man knows the time and the date of that. No man knows when he's going to come back. No man knows when the rapture's going to come. The Bible says that. No man knows. Even Jesus himself said he didn't know while he was here on the earth. He said the Father knows. The Father knows when it's going to take place. Micah says it's going to take place in the last days. Now, Micah said that. Micah said that a lot of thousands of years ago. Micah said that. But it's going to take place. However, as I said a couple of Sundays ago, there are many different signs which will show us his coming is near. I hope you listened to that message because that was an introduction to this one. I hope you listened to that message I preached a couple of Sundays ago when I preached on the signs of the times. Some of you, some of you might have said, well, that's just another message. That's not a great message. I've heard a great message before and that's not a great message. But let me tell you, folks, that message was an introduction to this one right here. When we talked about the signs of the times, when so many things that it's out there that it reveals to us, as we look around us, we see that those times are here. And let me, let me, let me read to you. Uh, um, well, we know these times here on the earth will be dangerous, they'll be hazardous, and they'll be very sinful. Look at Luke 21, if you would. Luke 21. Luke 21. Now, I'm about finished for this morning. It won't be long. Luke 21, and let's read verse 25. Jesus is telling his disciples, 
And there shall be signs, and I'm not pulling this out of any context because this is what Jesus is talking about. He's talking about the days of great distress in the land, when great distress shall come up on the land, wrapped up on his people, he says. And there shall be signs in the sun, in the moon, in the stars, and upon the earth, distress of nations with, with perplexity, the sea and the waves roar, roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. You're talking about heart attacks? Man. They're going to be heart attacks after heart attacks. We, we, we're concerned today there's so many heart attacks. 52-year-olds, 40-year-olds, 30-year-olds, 20-some-year-olds are dying of heart attacks today. For, for much less fear than it's going to take place in those days. You, you think, you think that's not going to be fear in those days? When all of a sudden you begin to see this whole earth change? Now we talk about uh, Trump maybe bringing some change. Trump's not going to bring change like that. When this whole earth just changes, just everything just changes. There's not going to be socialism. There's not going to be socialism. You know, they try to, they try to make socialism the same thing as this, what I'm talking about. Only, only problem is it's not going to be it's not going to be the socialists that's going to be ruling the world. It's going to be Christ who's going to be ruling the world. Christ who Christ who can feed everybody that's here. That time, Christ who can clothe everybody that's here. That's that's in that day. Christ who can kill all the sick in that day. That day, that thousand years. Christ who can do. He's going to do all those things. For a thousand years, he's going to he's going to heal, he's going to feed, he's going to clothe, he's going to give, he's going to take care of all all the people of the world. He's going to take care of them. Now, how do I know this? Because there's not going to be any jobs. Then, what what did he say he's going to do with the plowshares? He's going to they're going to transfer them into. Other things, pruning hooks. They're going to they're going they're going to take the they they're going to take the weapons. They're going to transfer them. Into some some of them says, "Well, we're going to take all your weapons." Well, he's going to take all the weapons too. They're all going to be melted down. They're going to be made plowshares. They're going to be they're going to be made pruning hooks out of all of them. In that day, listen, folks. There are billions of dollars of medication given to this generation because of fears, depression, and despondency. That's all it is. It's fears. It's fears. You know, great fears come upon people. These signs are danger signs. Look around you and see today. These signs are already taking place. You, and I'm not going, I don't have time to do that, but you can go to the 24th chapter of the book of, uh, of Matthew, and you can read there, and it'll tell you what the, everything's going to happen. It'll tell you everything's going to happen coming up to that day. It, it, it even tells you about the rapture, 
It tells you about tells you about all these things going to happen to the earth. Tells you about the rapture, and it tells you about the times that's going to come when Jesus is going to come and set up His earthly kingdom here on the earth. So, in a, in a prayer, in a little simple prayer, the Lord said, "Thy kingdom come." I pray that thy kingdom come to the earth as it is in heaven. It's going to come to the earth. All right, we'll pick up this way, this, this afternoon. I urge you to come back. This afternoon we're going to talk about what are the characteristics of his kingdom. That'll be interesting.